Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello, Convention of State supporters, and welcome back to another episode of COS Live. My name is Andrew Woodruff. I'll be your host for this episode. And of course, I have my co-host, the marvelous Rita Peters, who is the Senior Vice President of Legislative Affairs. Rita, how are you? I'm doing well. Excited to be with you for the program, Andrew. I'm excited to be with you as well. Uh, to the audience out there, make sure that you comment below. Let us know what state you are tuning in from. And also give us a like, give us a, a retweet, a rumble, a share, wherever you're getting your social media buzz. Make sure that you're liking and sharing COS content. It helps us get the word out about the secret weapon in the Constitution, and that is an Article 5 Convention of States. I'm sure you've heard many times that we are the solution as big as the problem, and boy, are we the solution that's going to send the federal government back into that box that it's supposed to be in. We have a great program lined up for you today. We're gonna to be talking with the state director from Wisconsin. Is Wisconsin going to be the 16th state to pass the CUS resolution to join the Convention of States movement? We'll get the scoop from Joanne Lothenberg in just a few moments. There was a, an amazing rally at the state capitol there where Mark Meckler and Rick Santorum joined and gave passionate speeches. We'll get, we're going to uh, touch on, on that in just a few moments. We also have another edition of our COS field reports. Uh, we have a special report from Virginia. We'll get to that in a few moments as well. Before we get to all of that, though, we do have our Article 5 trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you. Thank you, Rita and Andrew. You know, I've been thinking, I've been coming on for so many shows and so many of the podcasts I listen to have episode numbers. I wonder what number we're on anyway. But I love being here. I hope it's in the hundreds and then the thousands because I love speaking with all of our COS supporters. I especially love bringing new information to anybody. And for that reason, I want to give this trivia question. And I really hope that we have a ton of people that will be vying for the win. Because first of all, we have some cool swag. We have the Hell No Joe shirt in our store. It is super, super cool. And a lot of people say we need to replace that gun, even though our gun rights are certainly threatened with the current administration with a hypodermic needle, because a lot of people don't like that mandate. But we did come up with another shirt that's brand new. It's technically in pre-order again because we sold out of the first batch. But come and make me, especially if you're a Texan, you understand where that logo may have come from. But you can get either shirt for yourself if you win this this article 5 trivia contest otherwise not so lucky just go to shop conventionofstates.com and pick one up now remember the come and make me doesn't ship right away like the hell no joe shirt does because we are running out so fast but anyway that's what you'll get and now let's move to the question the first thing i want to do is something that i think is so fun is i want to read article 5 of the Constitution to you because it is such an important aspect of everything we talk about. And when's the last time you heard the whole thing? So here we go. The Congress, whenever two-thirds of both houses shall deem it necessary, shall propose amendments to this Constitution or on the application of the legislatures of two-thirds of the several states shall call a convention for proposing amendments 
which in either case shall be valid to all intents and purposes as part of this constitution when ratified by the legislatures of three-fourths of the several states or by conventions in three-fourths thereof as the one or other mode of ratification may be proposed by the Congress. And I hope you want to listen to that over and over again by rewinding because that is cool. That's Article 5. So here's my question for you for the day. Now, remember, we're talking about the second provision of Article 5. You just heard it. Please list the steps that each state's legislative chamber must pass to use the COS application. So what are the steps they need in order to pass this legislation? And there's my question, and I'll be back later to give you the answer, and I hope that you win, and I hope that you know the answer. Back to you, Rita and Andrew. Thanks, Mike. Before we get to our interview, we have another edition of COS Field Reports. Today we have Lori Hackett in Virginia, who's going to show you some amazing pictures from a, from a town hall that her and the team conducted. Um, we're going to pass it over to you, Lori. Hi, everyone. This is Lori Hackett from Convention of States, Virginia, and I'm in Central Virginia, where several of our regional captains have contacted some of our newest volunteers to come for a training session on some splashy technology that we use to grow the grassroots, to tell more people about Convention of States, and to grow our volunteer teams. That's right, we are a bunch of volunteers. Some people are surprised to hear we're not in office in Washington, D.C. No, Convention of States is run completely um, on our time um, out of our homes. Um, we take time out every day to invest in something that's very important to us, and that's saving our country. It's protecting the Constitution with our Constitution. And so we are here taking a, a lovely Saturday to train on some really incredible technology. So I'm going to take you inside to see a portion of that training, to see the great crowd that's inside, to see this great venue that the regional captains have put together, and then just stay tuned for some um, interviews later on in the day where uh, people will share about why they have come on board for a convention of states. Hello, my name is Joe Rancourt. I'm a volunteer from Spotsylvania County. Um, I got involved with Convention of States uh, because of the national debt. I signed the petition a few years ago. I had seen it from a link somewhere on the web. And I read about, about it, signed it, didn't really do anything with it, waited a couple years. And then my daughter was taking an economics class and the professor said, go to this website. And she did, and she saw this, and she and then she said, wait a minute, Dad, what is this? And all I could say is it's, it's, it's our generation, gift to you. It's, it's hardly a gift. Uh, what we're doing for them, for, for my daughter and, and for my granddaughter, uh, in the last 20 minutes, this number's gone up over 50 million. It's craziness, and we can't keep putting our head in the sand and ignoring it. When good people do nothing, bad things happen. Uh, so I just figured it's time for me to stand up and be counted and help out in any way I can. I'm uh, figuring out how to volunteer. 
there is a great group of people that are helping me figure out how to help, and uh, it's very rewarding. Thank you for that report, Lori. Well, joining us on the program now is Joanne Loffenberg, who is the State Director for Convention of States, Wisconsin. Joanne, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you back on the program. How are you? I'm wonderful. We have nice weather here in Wisconsin. There's a few days a year where it's just perfect. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad that you have, uh, you're having good weather. Tell us about what happened last week. For the viewers that might have missed it, uh, give us the scoop at what happened at the Capitol. So we had a decent turnout. There were a lot of volunteers who pitched in and did did a bunch of inviting in all of the various ways, you know, phone calls and um, social media and telling their friends and bringing them in their cars. And so we had a really nice turnout. And uh, the people who spoke, our lead sponsors and Rick and Mark, they were, they were all spot on. Daniel Gumbert, we also had our... Um, uh, Veterans Coalition's director speak, and it was just a really nice day. I met a ton of nice people who, it seemed like we were spreading hope. That's just what it seemed like was happening at the time. Um, a lot of people stayed to talk to us afterward, and um, it was just a really nice time. And so, it's so much help from the volunteers in making it a really nice event. So I, can't, I wish I could name all of them, but there were a lot of people who put a lot of effort into setting up all the tables and having us, you know, sing patriotic songs in, in the beginning. And it was, it was lovely. So, Jen, you mentioned that Rick and Mark were there. Of course, you're referring to Mark Meckler, the president of COS. And the Rick we're talking about, of course, is Rick Santorum. <laughs> Um, this is, was an exciting event because it was the very first public event for our newest senior advisor, who is, of course, Senator Rick Santorum. And here's a clip from Santorum's speech. The people in Washington who are in power right now do not believe in you. They believe in them. They believe that they should tell you how to do everything in your life because they know better than you whether it's a mask, whether it's a needle in your arm, whether it's how you raise your children, what they're educated in, whatever it is, they believe they know better. This is the opportunity. This, right here, this is it. Washington is not going to fix Washington. Wisconsin has to fix Washington. There is nothing more important you can do to revive the American dream, to stop this march toward despotism, totalitarianism, and socialism, which is destroying this country, than to call a convention of the states to get this country back on the right track. Wow, Joanne, that just gave me chills. How incredible to have him there and speaking to our crowd of grassroots volunteers in Wisconsin. Tell us, Joanne, how did it feel to you to have Senator Rick Santorum there to fire up the crowd? It was, it was really nice. There are just a lot of people who respect him and his values and you know, we were standing there talking to him and one of the assemblymen who 
voted yes on our resolution twice, was all excited to see him and uh, wanted to get a picture with him. And he, you know, clearly is respected among people who have been watching the political scene and know what he's all about. And it's it was nice having him there. So I'm so glad we have him on the team. You guys put together a great a great staff and I love all of you, but it's nice to have somebody from inside Washington again, helping. He was telling the volunteers what it's like when you get there and how it affects you and how it's difficult to stay, you know, the citizen legislator you went there to be. And, um, you know, there are some who do, but that it's difficult. And it was just really, really neat to be able to get some time with him. I'm glad he came. Mm. You know, Joanne, that that clip we just saw of Rick Santorum, that was it was really powerful. He talked about ending the march towards uh, towards tyranny, towards totalitarianism, towards socialism by calling a convention of states. It was very powerful. Another powerful moment was hearing our amazing grassroots kind of huddled around the rotunda at the Wisconsin Capitol singing America the Beautiful. We have a clip of that right now. I mean, that is just such a beautiful moment, just hearing all of the grassroots supporters in unison singing America the Beautiful. I mean, it's really touching. And it's also just an amazing contrast to what the media wants to show us all the time. What inspired you to get the grassroots to sing together uh, in the rotunda? Actually, that wasn't my thing. I, I enjoy singing, but Vicki Astri was the bold and brave one there. She um she led the charge and she, uh, you know, copied all of the lyrics for everyone. So we would know all of the verses and she, uh, she just led us before we could turn the microphone on. We had our rally at 1130, but we couldn't turn the microphone on until noon. So she thought that would be a great way to fill some space. And I love that she got it done. It was awesome. It was really a neat moment. I had one of our volunteers thought it was going to be awkward. <laughs> That's what I always hear from my my teenagers, right? Awkward. But uh, he he said he was in tears. So it, it was a good thing. Joanne, I understand that you also had a lot of legislators speak to the grassroots there at the rally. So what was that like? What did they have to say? And how has their leadership been in Wisconsin? So our lead sponsor, Dan Canodal, was someone who uh, was instrumental in working on the balanced budget amendment only resolution back in 2017. And I'm repeating myself from the recording, but 
he, I went into his office one day, um, you know, when I was making the rounds, going through the whole building and asked his, his staffer if he would work on our resolution after this. And it was just, I didn't even see his face. I had never even met him, but the staffer came out and said, yes, he will. And I, you know, made sure that he knew what we were talking about, our three points and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I left the, left the, his office thinking, well, I wonder if that's going to happen. You know, it, it was promising, but, um, you know, they don't necessarily always follow through because there's a ton to do and whatnot, but he has, he has just been our friend. He was even, you know, whenever I had contact with him, it was, it was mostly with his staffer. And, but when he came in, he got a ton done and he, um, he even followed me on social media and would like things and, uh, he he has just been around doing the you know doing the he went around after me and just probably gave them all a much better inside scoop on why they want to get this done and um i i can't say enough about dan canodal he's just a true cos hero if we ever do those uh you know those awards again for the legislators he's definitely getting a nomination for me and also uh um senator kathy bernier She's she's a true patriot too. There, are, uh, well, there are people who are concerned about issues and want her to see them. But nevertheless, when when it comes to COS, she has been. She's listened to what we had to say, even though she was the one who was again also on the balanced budget amendment only resolution. Uh, she wrote the the legislation explaining how we would select our delegates, how the rules would go, you know, and all of that. And she put a lot of effort into Article 5 and helping warm our legislature up to the idea of having an Article 5 convention, but it was BBA only. And we had talked to her. She actually came to one of our uh, events in, in uh, events, you know, it was like a, a little educational session. Uh, our past legislative liaison and I had in one of the hearing rooms and she came on accident thinking it was the BBA and we ended up selling her on power and jurisdiction limits. Uh, not that meeting, but as time went by and, you know, she's just a true citizen legislator. Whenever we were up working the Northern Wisconsin state fair, she was there, you know, talking to people, finding out what mattered to them. You know, she just was, present and listened and you know she may not it may take a while sometimes they have a lot of issues coming across their plates but um she has really picked up the mantle and helped us um get this to a place where we think we can pretty much get it passed you know i'm not holding my breath and keep praying and we're all working our tails off to to get it done but she helped a lot we, we, it was hard to find a lead sponsor, especially after um, Senator Tiffany went to Washington. So, yeah, mm -hmm. they're both wonderful. We love them. I mean, it's amazing to hear just the relationships that you have built with some of these legislators. I just absolutely amazing. And I, I, it kind of segues perfectly into my next question, because Wisconsin is one vote away from joining the, the Convention of States movement as the 16th state. Um, just one vote away. They, uh, the Wisconsin Assembly passed overwhelmingly last year. Um, so where is the Senate right now? How close are we to getting a vote in the Senate? 
Yeah, so we passed last year and this year. We've been ha handling active legislation for a long time, and I'm just saying that because we're really tired. <laughs> but <laughs> nevertheless, um, we've gotten to this where we just need the Senate vote um, done. And there are a couple of people who are away from the legislature. One is recovering from COVID. He's in rehab, but he was he did get out of the hospital. And another one is on active duty until uh, he may be off active duty now, but in September he was. So, um, you know, my big prayer is that we get it done by the holidays and we can celebrate. But hopefully in October or November, we'll get a vote on the Senate floor. Praying we are all doing the right stuff and making a difference and, you know, even convincing a couple more, you know, I've heard of people turning, changing their minds at the last minute against us. And so I'm, you know, we're still, we're holding out, we're still working on people who, you know, we don't think will ever, <laughs> will ever be on our side, but we're trying anyway. So <laughs> you and your team have just worked tirelessly and it has been incredible to watch you. I know our national team is so proud of you, Joanne, and so grateful for all the time and effort you've put in. I know that our people are watching this program right now from Wisconsin. So if they wanted to get involved and help make Wisconsin state number 16 to pass the resolution, what, what would you tell them they should do to get involved and help? I know this maybe sounds like it's not timely enough, but just pick a role, do it, learn how to do it, share how to do it with others. We have we have a few people who are training all of the influx of volunteers, and we need people who are taking the training videos and learning how to do things and uh, you know, putting out the messages to the supporters. And we have a lot of activity right now that you can just kind of plug into. And, um, you know, well, there, yeah, there's some holes around the state, but, you know, in, in every region we have, eh, almost every region, we have a lot going on. So you have friends that you can work with. And um, we definitely need some people helping the trainers train the volunteers. So, you know, if you're someone who learns quickly, then, come on board. If you're not, if you don't learn quickly, that's fine too. We have plenty of tools to learn how to get things done. And, you know, there's, we have big long lists of ideas of things you can do. And, uh, you know, none of us push anybody to do anything that they're not, you know, geared, to, geared for, or, you know, they weren't created to do some things. That's all right. That, that we have plenty of different ways to volunteer and it's, um, the best thing is when people stay engaged and we don't have to chase them around. It's really hard to, you know, spend a ton of time finding needles in a haystack to get stuff done. So when people are coming to us and saying, I'm ready to do something, what is it? It's a lot easier to hand off stuff that's happening than it is when we're trying to look for people to get things done. So yeah, staying engaged and getting in the loop with us by going to that take action tab on the website and picking a role that is the best way. It really, it sounds like a lot of rigmarole and you have to get through a few digital hoops to get in the loop with us. But once you do, it's, it's much easier to stay communicating and, you know, organized effectively and um, learning how to communicate with the people you need to, to get things done. And I'm going on about details, but it works. The system that the national team has created works and I love implementing it. So, you know, join us. It'd be great. It's making a difference.
Thank you so much, Joanne. It's really always a pleasure having you on the program. We can't wait to have you back. Um, and we are waiting and, uh, and hoping that uh, Wisconsin will indeed become the 16th state to pass the CS resolution. Yes, that would be lovely. We are going to transition now to Mike Ruthenberg, who has the answer to our Article 5 trivia giveaway. Mike, over to you. All right, I'm back. And because I like these shirts so much, these are the prizes, one or the other. I'm going to hold them up. This is our come and make me shirt. I certainly feel this way because I don't want the government mandating health decisions on me. I want to decide myself whether I take that vaccine. Or, of course, our gun rights are also at stake and under this current administration. So we have the Hell No Joe shirt. And the winner is going to get one or the other, your choice in your size, which is pretty cool. And of course, if you don't win, go to shopconventionofstates.com and get one. And remember that this Come and Make Me shirt is a little bit of a delayed ship because we ran out of our first batch. We went through them so fast. So you might have to wait a little bit to get that shirt, but the Hell No Joe shirt will ship out right away. So here's the answer. Remember, the question was, please list the steps in each state's legislative chamber that they must use to pass the COS application? And the answer is, the first step is to pass subcommittee and or committee. The next is to go to the floor for debate and or a vote. Because remember, we have sovereign states, they have different rules, but those are the things that each chamber must do. Remember, that's just in one chamber. And of course, here in California, they call it the assembly. In some of your states, they might call it the House of Representatives, and then most states call it the Senate. So there is an interesting thing in Nebraska because they only have one legislative chamber in Nebraska, which is called the Senate. They don't have a second one, so they only need to get this resolution through that one chamber in order to pass the resolution or the application. A lot of people don't know the application is literally just an, a resolution. It, you know, we think about an application that, oh, I need to fill out an application and see if it's accepted. That's not the way it is with Convention of States. It is a mandate. They just call it that. And if you go back in time and study the language, you will find that this is absolutely true. So there's our trivia for the day. I hope you got something out of it. And we will see you next time. Back to you, Rita. Back to you, Andrew. Thanks so much, Mike. You know, we do this show every week to reach, teach, and activate Americans with the constitutional empowerment gifted to we the people. The framers knew this day might come, and that's why they included Convention of States in Article 5 of the Constitution. We believe that the best days for America are ahead, but only if we do what it takes. It won't happen by osmosis. And it certainly won't happen by just watching this broadcast. <clears throat> Millions of Americans have already signed our petition and thousands of volunteers are doing the work required to restore the Republic. These heroes need your help today. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? Like the founders, we must act. This is the moment where history is made. So if you're ready to take your place among the Americans who did whatever it took to save the Republic, sign up for one of the volunteer roles with COS. 
We look for team players who are eager to see America reach a new golden age of freedom and prosperity. We will give you all the training you need and plug you into a community that engages in the only solution as big as the problem. If you'd like to learn more about being a COS activist, go to conventionofstates.com and click the Take Action tab to get started. Make sure that you're also following us on social media. This is very important, uh, especially now. We, we would like you to follow us on all of our media platforms, not just on YouTube or not just on Facebook, but also on Rumble, MeWe, Twitter, Parler, Instagram, wherever you're getting your social media buzz, make sure that you're following us, make sure that you're liking the content, and make sure that you're sharing content as well. Um, you can also find our Convention of States podcast. It's a brand new podcast that we have. You can get all of the content that you see on our social media pages. Plus, you can also uh, get legacy content there as well. Search Convention of States at, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, or Audible. Make sure to leave us a five-star review that helps us grow um, the podcast on those different uh, media platforms. If you'd like to bypass big tech. If you'd like to bypass the big tech overlords, text START to 54555. Uh, again, START to 54555 to bypass the tech overlords, the tech giants who want to censor everyone who has opposing viewpoints. Um, you can get uh, COS content directly by texting START to 54555. Uh, make sure that you check into the battle cry with COS Mark with COS uh, president and co-founder Mark Meckler. It airs every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure that you also come join us next Tuesday for another episode of COS Live at 6 p.m. Eastern time. One last thing, if you are looking for the person who's going to restore the public, we have some straight talk from one of our endorsers, Steve Dace. Check it out. My worry is that he has moved us, he and the left have moved us past the tipping point where more people are dependent on government than not, and that he's actually changing the very character of the country. I worry about it. I hope I'm wrong. What do you think? I worry about it. I hope we're all wrong. But on the other hand, I'm not about to curl up in a fetal position and surrender the greatest nation on the face of the earth. You know, my grandfather fought at Iwo Jima and Guam. My great uncle fought at Guadalcanal. And you know what they'd be telling me today? Get off your ass and do something about it. Now, the bottom line is, what do we do about it? Do we keep begging that Congress fix itself? Do we keep begging that the Supreme Court comply with the Constitution, that Obama stay in town long enough to do what he's supposed to do? No. These people have a design. And they're not the first. This is just, you know, the trajectory in this nation is very bad where it's headed. We've had an eight-year respite with Reagan, and in my lifetime, that was it. And the next Republican president came in and lurched right back to the whole New Deal notion. If people want New Deal policies, then let them amend the Constitution for them. If they want to redistribute wealth, then let them try and amend the Constitution. I am suggesting that we propose a non-radical constitutional way to try and address this. And ultimately, Monica, if the, if the people don't want to be free, they're not going to be free. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.